0: hello and welcome to the show. Oh my goodness, I am beyond thrilled. Over the moon. It took me about five months to book this guest. I'm not joking. It's well worth it. Her own podcast has over 1 million downloads. She's built a seven-figure business. She retired her husband, although then he went to work. (laughs) (laughs) Which is great, right? And I'm so overjoyed to bring you the just delightful Eleanor Beaton. Welcome, Eleanor. It's so great to have you,
1: Erica. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me.
0: You know, I it's interesting because some of my guests I don't know that well, and you're you're one of the guests I actually listen to your show, and I actually kind of follow some of your teachings. One of the things I've really been interested in as we go into 2020, this whole philosophy of clarity, tell me a little bit about your passion for clarity and just kind of describe for our guests what that can do for them.
1: Uh, I love this question. You know, um, to me, clarity starts as this gift that we give ourselves. You know, and there's nothing to me when I think about clarity, I think about it's six thirty in the morning. I've done some yoga, I've done some meditation, I've been writing in my journal, and I feel a real sense of peace in my value as a person. I feel a sense of direction in where I want to be going today, six months from now, a year from now. And I feel a sense of calm and confidence that even though I don't have all the answers or details worked out, I have an overall sense of purpose and direction. And I think that you know, for a leader, giving ourselves that gift of clarity is so critical because it's what allows us to then go and inspire and lead and move other people. And so that internal clarity is the starting point And then it's about the external clarity, you know, the, Mm -hmm. our ability as leaders to be able to communicate that vision and communicate that direction and get other people on side and working with us to achieve the outcome we want to achieve. So it's powerful, right?
0: One of the things that, you know, I'm thinking of two different clients right now. And I'm just kind of picturing them in my mind's eye. And one of them actually used the language like, I've been throwing spaghetti for a year or (laughs) five years. And if something doesn't happen soon, like I'm going to throw in the towel. And then I have another client and she kind of, I mean, it was kind of the same kind of energy of, I've just tried so hard. Like, what can you say to entrepreneurs who, who kind of like, they believe in their path, they believe in their purpose, but then they're just kind of struggling. What kinds of what kinds of little bits of wisdom can you share with someone who is kind of, you know, pretty much getting close to the path, but isn't at that level of security at all?
1: Mm. Oh well, first <laughs> five of all minutes. I know, right? <laughs> I mean wow. it's been like a month. Right? nervous, precious here, I guess. <laughs> You know, I, here's the thing I, I would say to anybody who's experiencing that, um, that is the path, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, that is the yeah, path, sorry. right? <laughs> I know, sorry, but you know, it's like, I, I feel that the leader's job is to, You know, we have to continue moving forward and creating clarity for ourselves in the midst of ongoing uncertainty and change. And so I think that, you know, that feeling of throwing spaghetti against the wall, seeing what sticks, um, you know, wishing that things were happening faster, um, having to be impatient for a long time. I mean, I think that those things are all very much part and parcel of the entrepreneur's journey. And you may, we will have feelings like that. They feel, you know, it looks a little bit different, but there's just extra zeros, you know, so at, at, at the, the sort of uncertainty that you might feel as, as a seven-figure business owner, um, it's a little different, of course, than at a six-figure business owner or at startup, but uncertainty is still there. You know, so I would, I would, I think that we, you become increasingly comfortable with that uncertainty because you've been in that state for so long and you have seen that you can still grow through the feeling of uncertainty. So I think that's the first thing, you know, that I would offer them, Mm -hmm. but there's something else here, which is, I think that when you are an entrepreneur, you are essentially, it's like you've got a machete and you are in this jungle and you are slashing and cutting your own path through it now what you need to do is you know to continue moving but i think something that we don't do enough as entrepreneurs is become students of our own process so if you failed taking a look at why you thought you failed at a particular initiative but i would say even more importantly when you have experienced success really break it down what contributed to that success Mm. what were the circumstances that might be repeatable typically when you're successful at something it's because there's one or two things that you did really well Um, when you fail at something there's often multiple things that went wrong but I say take a look at the places where you are succeeding become a student of your own success and see the places where you can replicate that And I think over time that begins to generate momentum And it helps give you a sense of control.
0: One of the things that I'm I've really enjoyed this is gonna sound really geeky. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fellow (laughs) geeks. (laughs) Fellow geek. Geeks unite. I looked at like I looked at like the back end of some of the ways that you show up as a company and you're like, Well, I put him in charge of sales, or I put her in charge of this, or it was this willingness to not be the solo everything to everyone and it kind of describe for me that shift, uh, you know, and then after that, maybe we'll talk a little bit about the funnel process and, and mm. getting over any, you know, fear of that, but just kind of yeah. tell me about shifting into that way of seeing things. Cause I've really noticed that you practice this. <laughs>
1: yeah, I do. Um, you know, it, I, and it's so, this is so interesting and, and I always go sort of k- kind of internal first. And for me, I had a great realization in my business and this is probably about, it, this, this shift began about two years ago and I started seeing how uh, there were certain places in my business in which I was becoming a bottleneck, you know, and, and that I think is pretty oh, typical hello, for entrepreneurs, you, right? right? <laughs> You're like looking and you're a bottleneck. And at first it was like, oh, I'm a bottleneck because I'm doing this or I have to approve this, you know, that kind of thing. And and that's sort of level one bottlenecks that are relatively easy to delegate and get out of the way. But there's a deeper level of bottleneck, which is the significance bottleneck. And I started to see all the ways in which my unconscious need or desire to be and feel significant was the single biggest obstacle to the growth of my company. So meaning I needed to be the creator. I needed to be the lead facilitator. I needed to be the lead author and creator, the lead coach, the lead salesperson. I needed to be the voice, (laughs) you
0: know, all of these. And this was all like our self-validation, like, you know, oh, but I am great at sales. Well, of course you're great at sales. I mean, you have to be if you're a good entrepreneur, but does that mean you have to do every sale? (laughs)
1: Exactly, right, and it was and it was just you know it, it, and I, and I saw that, and for me, that was the realization that had to come first, and so I feel as though I have had to allow witness those parts of my personality, allow them to die, and then invite in, uh, call in great people to support and lead, and allow the company to be made partly in their image as well. So that's where, you know, because here's the thing, the problem, Erica, and this was a huge thing, is that in having that attitude, I couldn't bring in superstar players, or if I did bring in superstar players, they couldn't grow and blossom and give me their all. So, you know, because they don't want to be, they don't want someone breathing down their neck. They need to, we need to elevate them. So that has been tremendous. And, you know, we talked in the green room about going from six figures to seven figures, And to me, that's a team question. It's a who question, you know? And can you bring in great, high-performing people who can help you grow, who are smarter than you are in certain areas, and can you make room for them? So, yeah, that's been, yeah.
0: That's fantastic. I worked for an amazing manager named Andy Grove. He was the chairman of Intel. And he and his wife, Eva, hired me to build out their family foundation. And I remember them giving me so much freedom and responsibility, and it's heady. It, it's like a drug. Right? Like it's so good, and I blossomed in that environment of of freedom and responsibility. It was like, yes, find us new systems. Yes, we want new systems. Yes, and don't be afraid to go against this. I remember they told me that one time, don't be afraid to go against this. I was like, wow. <laughs> I know.
1: Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs>
0: but talk about empowerment, right? Yeah. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about like, tell, give us a little glimpse of, of the juice. Like once we do have an operational funnel and maybe just share like anything that things that you see blocking people from having a good funnel, getting people from maybe hearing your beautiful podcast to, you know, uh, the what, Fierce Feminine Leadership, tell me the name again.
1: Yeah, the Fierce Feminine Leadership Podcast.
0: So tell me a little bit about going from, and you've, you've elucidated this in your email so beautifully, going from listening to the podcast to being in your high-end coaching program. Tell us a little mm. bit about that trip.
1: You know, um, for us, and I think this is, you know, this, this is one of the most important insights that I, um, that I had in my company. And when I think about working with entrepreneurs, there's really two things. There's your sort of proven, um, it's, there's the sort of proven moving process and the proven sales process. And so, you know, I reverse engineer everything from at the heart of the day, at the end of the day, at the heart of the matter, (laughs) mixing my metaphors here, (laughs) you know, at the end of the day, um, what, needs to happen in order for somebody to do business with us? Is it that, and very often we're going to have a sales methodology that works better and more effectively than any other sales methodology. And so that's the proven sales process. And so for me, anytime I design a funnel, it's all about moving people into a proven sales process and our number one proven sales process is the conversation and so for us it's really about so I think that's like the starting point point. and mm-hmm. in the beginning you know as I was as I was starting to grow I tried different things I would have webinars and make offers I would have you know live type webinars live streams and make offers I would have live events and make offers you know different ways but I always found that at the for our people it was really important they wanted to have a conversation you know, with somebody knowledgeable and yeah. So once I, once I realized that
0: right in that middle of that conversation for me, there's an, there's like a, there's a sharing of chi and kind of a, there's like an emotional connectivity and it's so expansive. It's like, it allows you both to see, and then sometimes it goes into a hell no.
1: Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) On both sides,
0: right? Yeah. right. Like what is the energy of us working together? Let's just take a little taste.
1: Completely. Because yeah. especially like if what you sell is high end and intimate, there's a connection, you know, it's there's a connection that happens. Um, and so it, 100%. And, you know, the other thing is that the selling environment is um, congruent with the delivery environment, you know? And so for us, We, we are, we are a coaching company for women entrepreneurs, and we believe in the power of coaching and those powerful bonds that can happen when one woman is bearing witness to and supporting and coaching another woman, (laughs) you know, so that there's that proven sales process and you have to know what that is. And I find in any funnel for us, it's critical that all roads lead to that conversation happening you know? Um, And so there's that. And then you've got your proven moving process. And that is how do people need to experience you in order to understand who you are and what you offer the best, you know? And so for me, they have to, it, it, well, my, my most effective way, number one is through conversation, through hearing me talk. And number two, through seeing something I've written you know? I, so actually, go ahead.
0: I, I've been present. It seems like maybe I'm just, you know, on the outside looking in, it seems like you've been using video very effectively the last few months, like in a yeah. pretty intense way. Talk about that just a moment to our for list. sure. It's a little tactical, but it really Completely. is something that I've noticed really kind of shifting things. Yeah.
1: Well, you know, I was sitting in, and I have to give credit to a friend and colleague. Her name is Kelly Roach. And so we were sitting in a room and we were kind of talking through and she was talking about doing live streaming. And she was talking about live streaming and and it was, you know, I was like, what? So I asked her to tell me more about it. Anyway. She, she has her whole sort of live launch process, which is, um, you know, some people have done like the Facebook challenge where they're doing, you know, it's, it's, like a, it's like multiple days of live streaming. So I really, you know, listened to her and kind of talked through and then took that methodology and made it my own for us that we use. And so we run micro courses. And so essentially what we do is we will do a five or eight day micro course and so we do it inside our Fierce Feminine Leadership Facebook group. And I'm teaching for five to eight days, um, teaching <laughs> and so sort of- I'm getting tired know, thinking about right? it. <laughs> Listen, I know, right? And you it's look like-
0: a little bit different each time, which is really yeah, fun. I know, fun. I know. Sometimes- curly, Right. Fun, different like, ways.
1: You're like, oh gosh. I know, right? <laughs> I got to keep it interesting. I got to keep it interesting for everybody and for myself. I've got, I've got to look I at know, myself, right? right? Oh my gosh. That's so so yeah. So that's what I do. And, and you know, you're teaching for 20 to 30 minutes, but it's like, my mission is to literally double the number of women entrepreneurs who generate more than seven figures a year. So I know that I'm going to do that through free content and free teaching and paid coaching, you know, in lots of different ways. So Having that opportunity to use live stream to get in front of people over an intensive period of time, you know, you can't, you can't fake it over the course of 20 to 30 minute live streams every day for five to eight days because you are getting more tired. You can't fake it. The real you will show.
0: I love it. This is right?
1: so brilliant. I feel like, honestly, we
0: could just sit down and I could just like interview you for like a week and a half. Same. <laughs> and then I would interview you and we'd have, it would be like a marketing
1: business growth masterclass.
0: I know. Why don't you just share with our audience, like where they can reach you and find out more about you. And, and really let's plug your uh, podcast one more time.
1: Thank you, Erica. So the best place, if, if you're listening to the show, you obviously are a, a lover of fine podcasts. And so, you may also appreciate Fierce Feminine Leadership. That's my show. We drop every Tuesday, um, and we really have excellent leadership development material um, for women entrepreneurs.
0: I love it. Thank you, Eleanor. It's been so beautiful to have you, and I look forward
1: to much more in the future.
0: So, thank you again for coming. Thank you.